Hey guys, it's your host Stacey. I'm back for Suits. Make sure you tune in because it starts right now. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hey, oh my god, hey girl. Mm, hey girl, hey. For you, everybody how it feels. Hey, my favorite theme song of any show I've ever done. Like, right, it's like this pump. build up. It's, it's like, everything, yes. man. Like, this is this is the jam, you guys. It's so good to be back as usual. Thank you guys so much for joining us. I'm your host, Stacey Ike here. Check me out on Twitter and Instagram at One Take Stace. Um, I have my amazing co-host with me. I just want to say hello to Steven and Nicole who are not here joining us. Um, I hope everybody's okay. We love you. We miss you. We'll see you next week. But I am joined with Miss Amazing Tiana. Hello, I'm Amazing Tiana yeah. Hobson. <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the Tiana Hobson. Love Love, love, love. So excited. Such a packed episode. So much happened right? in this episode. And I, I'm really sad that Steve's not here to help us understand every detail. Because uh, he is he's good at the dissecting process. You know, I like to kind of like, I'm like, okay, jump that scan over, you know. <laughs> but we're going to do our best to kind of scan through and we will, if we miss anything, we'll get to you next week. So, because it's a lot. Okay. I want to just go, I want to go character by character this week because there was just so much that happened with every single character. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to think like Lewis or Mike, do I want to laugh first or cry first? I'm going to go cry first. Let's, let's get that out the way. Let's talk Mike. Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow, wow, wow. Prison life, man. It's rough out in these streets, it's yo. It's hella rough. <laughs> I, you know what? I appreciate they're giving us this type of prison view because they could have slapped. A, I, I just don't know. I honestly, I didn't know what to expect last season. We were all kind of talking like, how are they going to show this? How are we going to stay engaged? And I'm into it. Like, there's other characters now I'm into besides Mike, and I, I think that's cool. What about you? Yeah, I mean, it's a way to introduce new characters mm-hmm. since we got rid of the whole law firm. Mm-hmm. Now we have a whole prison with a whole bunch of new characters that we can get to know, get to love or hate. Mm. Um, and it brings a new energy or a new enemy. And it actually sets up the show to have an enemy, an enemy within the prison and outside of the prison. Mm. So I it's like kind of it. that double thing where there's so many fights going on and right. everyone's involved. Right. I agree. I agree. And it's crazy because like I said last week, um, or I'm sorry, the first week we came back for the season, it's just, it's crazy how tongue tied things can be when it comes to Harvey, Mike, and they're just their lives in all facets. I mean, Mike is in prison, still having to deal with this kind of baggage. And we see it a lot more in this episode in terms of like the things that Mike has to deal with with this Gallo dude, who I personally cannot stand. <laughs> How are you feeling about Gallo's he's, character? Um, he's he's that guy in the prison that um, unfortunately Mike is on the wrong side of. Yeah. But I mean, the actor is doing a great job at making me hate him. Yes. So. Kudos. Good job. It's just interesting because, like, his power is overwhelming. Now this week we find out he's an informant, so he has high, you know, people in high places, which is boo you, but we get why. Which is kind of a really screwed up thing for him because he he runs this whole operation on the fact that he is the badass and he is the guy to fear, Mm. yet you copped a deal to get not only moved to a safer, quote-unquote, prison— but also to reduce your sentence and to, you know, start your life over. Yep. And now you're over here trying to ruin this guy's life. His whole establishment now is 
just in my mind muddled. You're total punk, dude. Yeah. Like you, you, you sold to, out. You had to sold out somebody to get there. Yeah. So, you know, how dare you? I wish she just could get over it. And I think we're going to find out what getting but, over it looks like. But And that means that Mike is actually the better man because Mike wouldn't snitch on the people Isn't who, that, and that's why Mike is in prison right. because he would not snitch on anyone or be an informant. And this guy is getting out because of it. Wow. See, like, you just never know people. Okay? <laughs> you just never know. And I really, I love that point that you said because there has been this kind of, like, contrast between these characters, like, what good and bad kind of thing. And it's easy to say Gallo's bad and Mike's good or Mike's good and whatever is okay. But I think in general, now that we have a deeper story when it comes to Gallo and how he got there and all this stuff, it makes him... Everything you said. Let's go with what you said. I, 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 I can't come. I'm not going to come with meaning words. Just um, makes him painted more. As, yes, you know. more of a picture. Yeah. So, how do you feel about Mike and his roommate Kevin? Um, their friendship is adorable. It is. I love that he that they are starting to trust each other mm-hmm. and they've you know made the pact to do everything together. I liked it in when they were doing the movie quote thing mm-hmm. because that was him and Harvey's right. thing, and it just goes to show you that anywhere Mike goes, he can make friends, and he always finds the movie buffs. Right. <laughs> Seriously. Al- he always finds someone who's super into movies and can just quote and them And happens to him. be your roommate. Stop. I yeah. Love so, it. I mean, I like their relationship. I, I was scared, though, because I felt with where we got by the end of the episode, I knew something was coming where you just got oh, me to actually start liking this guy and him and Mike's relationship, and now you want Mike to do something and... I'm like, don't ruin, ruin it. Don't ruin it, because Mike's a good guy, and he doesn't want to ruffle any more feathers. This is yeah. his only friend in prison. If we skip ahead to just, like, a quick what-do-you-think moment, what do you think Mike will take the bait? Um, it doesn't sound like they want anything bad from Kevin. It sounds like they just want Mike to convince him to snitch, which is exactly the opposite of what Mike would do right, in right, a situation. Right. So I... I don't think that Mike taking them up on their offer would necessarily be bad, but I don't think that Kevin would go through with it, and I don't think that they would get out or anything. Because let's say that Kevin does take the bait and he snitches, and then he finds out, oh, you got you got early because I snitched. That would not. I mean, I guess you'd be gone, but still, I mean, you your word is not your bond in that situation. Yeah, and they said it's his family, so he wouldn't Uh, turn on his family. And if Mike's not turning on. Harvey and Jessica, how can he convince someone to then do exactly what he wouldn't do? It's kind of the Rachel debate from her classroom. Mm. You know, it's like, how can you be here preaching to me about something that you You, wouldn't do yourself? Seriously. I love that. I love that. Okay. So like to wrap up Mike, what else happened with Mike? So we have, okay, we have him in the kitchen. Let's talk Julius. Let's talk about his counselor. (laughs) Julius. Right. Love me some Malcolm Jamal Warner. Not really sure how I feel about Julius, though. Julius, to me, feels like a teacher in the inner city who has the best intentions, but none of the resources to actually help the students. That is a great description. I feel like I'm really on one tonight. I'm like, yes, 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 yes. I have channeled into Suits tonight. Because that is... That's a part, honestly, like, I see his character, and I hated the scene where Mike is saying, like, this is the third or second time you've said, I want to help you, but I can't help you. I mean, it was even getting on my nerves. Like, stop bringing him in to tell him to do stuff that you know don't have positive results. So, in the situation, I mean, I guess I can't 
it's hard to say, like, what do you think he should have done? Because if he says he has, doesn't have the power, I guess he doesn't have the power. But what do you think he should be doing in terms of his suggestions or even trying to help keep Mike safe? I mean, what do you mean you don't have any power? It's one of those it's things weird. where when you're working as the guard or as the counselor, the guards aren't listening to you. You're not their boss. Mm-hmm. They don't have to listen to what you say. They just bring you whoever you ask for. So I understand what he's saying when he says, I don't have any control over this. But it doesn't mean that he might not be able to call in a favor to someone right. or anything. But he can't. He is working in a prison where people have done something that is wrong. So you cannot use your favor for every inmate in there. You can't save everybody. So you have to mm. save it for those special people and those yeah. people who actually deserve your help. Mike because look at Gallo. Help? You know, he's in the same prison as Mike. Mike did something a lot lesser than and Gallo the and they're place. in the same place. So it's, you know, you've, this is supposed to be, you know, like a minimum. I mean, it's a very fancy prison. Right. I mean, Hell yeah. minimum. It's, it's gotta super be. clean. Everything. The way that Mike was like going through the place. I'm like, oh, look at her, the little cuts and yeah, corners. You know, that that prison on Orange is the New Black, that's some dirty stuff over there. <laughs> yeah. I'm not getting in that shower, but Mike's shower looks like housekeeping just came and cleaned up the place right. for they them. Have little jackets and stuff. I said, I don't think that, like, <laughs> even if you think of the Orange is the New Black, like, not not that we're comparing directly, yeah, but you no. know, but the outfits and the setting, it's it's so rough. It's like, it's just, I think it's to a T in terms of like, yeah, that this lifestyle. is the Martha Stewart prison. Exactly. You know? <laughs> and it's for men. It's, <laughs> it's wow. Men. Love that. Um, very interesting. Love, love, love. Um, but I okay. do think that Julius is trying to do everything he can do. And I, I think that he does believe that Mike is a good person. So he will try to help which you know he did get in the kitchen get yeah. him the job in the kitchen after all yeah. um i don't know if we'll see what he had to go through to yeah. get that or if we'll ever find out but i think that those little hints means that he does want to try and maybe he's been here so long that he's become numb and mike is the new spark in him mm. be like wait a second let me remember why i got why into I this, this line of work in the yes. first place yes i agree i agree i think that you could see it in their talks you know he's saying like listen i'm trying to help you but you need to catch your attitude and stuff like that like he's he is trying to help i think he's just he's tied up a lot more times than we want him to and to me it's just irritating because you want to i want to fall in love with julius as a character but i'm like you're really not helping us in this situation <laughs> i need you to pull some strings so thank you for the kitchen we appreciate it one step closer to freedom one step closer, <laughs> one step closer to freedom so um, and i like the you know what oh well i guess we'll talk about the gallo, gallo. confrontation with harvey harvey stuff. okay do you want to jump we can jump right into harvey now Oh, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, like, I liked what Mike and Harvey came up with Mm -hmm, to mm -hmm. approach Gallo, um, knowing he's an informant, being like, hey, you know, you have a really bad lawyer. You're actually eligible for parole. So why don't you get your sweet ass out of here so that we can, so Mike is safe. Right. So, so good. And I think that was so funny that that was kind of one of those moments that reminded me that regard, just like you said, like wherever Mike is, he can make friends. Wherever Mike is, he turns on that creepy, perfect, smart thing that he does. That even like, you know, I'm sure Harvey and him did it together, but even the way he presented it, like you got six, you know, like I know you think I'm a fake lawyer, but I'm still the smartest freaking person you'll ever meet. And it was genius. Do you think Gallo is going to take the bait or are we going to see him for the next month? I think we're still going to see him because mm-hmm. it takes a while to get out once you're you know eligible for parole Mm -hmm. and everything Mm -hmm. but i do think it's something that if he was willing to cut a deal and be an informant 
to reduce his sentence and get you to should be able to get the hell he's, out. He's he's also going to want to get out yeah, of prison. Right, right, right. So at the end of the day, you can be the bad guy in prison, or you can actually get out of prison and see so, your family. Who doesn't? Who doesn't choose the road that leads you out of prison? <laughs> I want to be here and get Harvey back. It's like, dude, get yeah. out of prison and go find Harvey in, in New York. <laughs> like, go directly to Harvey <laughs> and stop being. Very true, too. I mean, I don't want him to, but but get out and go actually do something to Harvey. I agree. I agree. It was very interesting because he kind of had that blank face on leaving us like, we don't know what he's going to do. But please, boy, choose a lesser of two evils, please. Boy, bye. But, but... Do you need a lemonade? I will send you some myself. Um, Okay, with that. So then Harvey. So Harvey had a huge, you know, again, this dude... As much as I love Harvey, he's always got, he's got an enemy, a friend, an enemy, a friend, an enemy, enemy, friend, friend. Like, he's just got this pattern. You know, I loved his relationship with Sean Cahill this episode versus like past seasons. So that was awesome. What did you think about, I guess, Harvey's decision makings when it came to Nathan and then when it came to the client, William, William. that he did not take on because he thinks he's crap, basically. It seems like Harvey has made a new enemy right and i understand that he didn't want to get into bed with someone as dirty as william Mm -hmm. because they're trying to shine this new light on their company Mm -hmm. they're starting fresh they have a fresh start so we don't want to get in bed with someone as corrupt as him Mm -hmm. totally understand that Mm -hmm. but you don't go piss that guy off at the same time because i feel he could be the next person who you got your firm is in a um a sticky situation still. You still don't have the money or support. You need clients. And to have this guy now attacking you, you just put out all the fires, exactly. guys. Exactly. Like, Let's not reignite them. The smoke them. is still around. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, like, the flame has simmered down a little, but, yeah. like, the smoke is white at this point. Yeah. It's not black no more. But it's still, you know, it's smoky. It's still going on. I agree. And I think it's crazy because Harvey, I was watching his approach all, you know, all episode, and it's like he doesn't have the capability to just say, like, I don't want to work with you. Okay, I'm leaving. Versus like, you know, versus <laughs> he has like to insult them. Yes. I'm like, you don't have to tear them all the way down, talk about your hot coffee and then leave. Bruh, like you can just say no. It's <laughs> just, insane. Just walk in and be like, "Oh, cool. I'm all not right, interested. I don't think this is going to work out. You Thanks gotta, for coming in. Handshake, walk out." I don't think I've ever seen that in six seasons. <laughs> this guy's got to tell even with the um the painting dude, you know, um, you know, going in and out of him and you're shithead and that's the only reason you're here blah 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 and then take it's just it's always so much with Harvey and I appreciate it as as the character but I'm like Harvey I don't want you attacked anymore this is why we were in this situation with Mike in the first place you're making enemies in places that like are not even seen yeah Harvey needs to take a Xanax (laughs) a step back yeah (laughs) kind of chill out because he also is worried about Mike right now so he's stressing he's got all this stuff and he's got the firm on his mind He's got Mike on his mind. He's got Lewis, you know, screwing things up mm-hmm. and everything. So I understand that Harvey's mind is racing right now. And he's trying to put out all these fires so he doesn't have the patience or the time to really think about his words before he speaks mm-hmm. them. But at the same time, take a Xanax, drink a glass of wine, relax, and chill for a sec. Relax, relax, please. So like, I slow just... down your pace. I know it's New York City and I'm out here in L.A. thinking right. like... Yeah, we'll be there by three. Show up at five. New York, it's like, we go, 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 go. And you see that in all these characters. I'm like, oh my God, no. Like, and it's, I mean, we're only in season six, episode three. So for them to be at this pace at episode three, it's like, you just 
you just got <laughs> you know it's it's beautiful and crazy and we're trying to catch up so <laughs> got got that understand so now we have harvey and nathan going to work together to take down william and to just kind of like chase this head on and whatever the case is which is that's going to be an interesting, interesting work relationship right? since Nathan has always been someone that Harvey doesn't want to work with. And they barely trust and, each other, but cool. But cool. <laughs> now you have two bulldogs working together, and clearly that's gonna, they, they're gonna clash a Absolutely. lot, even in working together. So Absolutely. that will also be another problem. Harvey's gonna be fighting William, he's gonna be fighting Nathan, he's gonna be fighting for Mike, he's gonna fight Cahill. He's he gonna... probably has to fight, I mean, I don't know how Lu- how mad Lewis really was in terms of oh. the lease thing, but I mean, you're mending my lease, bro, there's brand bars, Are you? how dare you? Harvey needs to take his four fifteen appointment every day, and without his prune juice and his brand bars, every. I'm not sure how that's going to happen. How about you get a personal fridge, Louis? You have the money, <laughs> like and you have space the money. In his office. Like and hella space. I need you to not have that as an issue. But it was just so interesting because to me, like I guess, um, and just wrapping up Harvey's character, he doesn't ask for permission for basically anything. And this episode was from the, one of those episodes that I kind of wish he did a little bit. Like, consult Jessica, consult Lewis, consult somebody, you know, that kind of thing. So, I don't know. I mean, would you overall... Overall, I think his intentions are well, but, of course. you know, he's Harvey, so he's not gonna ever ask permission. Yeah, true. Even before his name was on the door, he wasn't asking permission. So, especially with his name on the door, I don't think he's gonna start stopping to ask Jessica true. for permission for anything. True, 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 true. Okay, so, moving on to Lewis. Oh, so, Lewis. Lewis, Lewis. This was hilarious. <laughs> this man's lines are getting funnier. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, who wrote this episode? I gotta look it up, because... The lines in this episode were foolish. Like, yes. so freaking funny. I wish I wrote down my favorite one. It was something about... His mom's ass. <laughs> he After said it. that lie. He said, your, your line, my mom's ass is so far from tight. <laughs> that was horrible. <laughs> I liked when he was talking about slapping um, the guy with the dildo. And how he's going to just be smack him, smack, smack, smack with the dildo. And I was like, what is happening right now? And it's like, how come the people Lewis encounters when he talks like that talk right back to him like that? I'm like, this is not normal, guys. Like, no one. The conversation was so beautiful. That new character, I don't have his name written down. I believe it's Stu. Oh, my gosh. He was hilarious. (laughs) I'm just having a moment thinking about this scene. And he fits the stereotype of those. Bro. Those. Right. Um, broker like Wall Street type of guys who are all about the money and just go 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 yeah. and talk all the Red Bulls how he's talking on the phone to all his douchebaggy friends <laughs> and he fits the profile to a T so it's gonna be a lot of fun yes. seeing him and Lewis battle with each other I love it it reminded me of season I'm not sure if it was three or four when the guy that like had the cat and like yes. was part of like the that, British Lewis yes <laughs> that literally brought me back to that moment and I was like yes I, mean, I was actually really into yeah. that plus so. Lewis needs someone new to fight with yeah. because him and Harvey are supposed to be you know good. on a good right. terms right now right. so it's like you have to have someone there for Lewis to bicker with because it can't be Harvey all the time so, anymore. So, so good. Loved all those scenes. With Lewis right now, what do you think... I mean, he did what he can in most scenes. You know, he got the lease regardless of the tenants suck. He did get that <laughs> taken care of. Um, he had a little tiff with Donna this episode, but again, taken yeah, care of. Yeah, well, like, that was... Eventually. I want to talk about that tiff mm. because Donna got very, very offended. Yeah. 
that he did not include her in the process. And she went on the rant about how she is a part of this company and they're all supposed to be mm-hmm. helping out. And mm-hmm. I think that that's the start of something more for Donna. Yeah, her moving up a little yes, bit. Yes, like she's... I'm, I know I'm the best damn secretary in New York City, right. Donna, but this staff is, you know, the four or five of us, and I want a bigger role. I want a what bigger piece. What does she move up piece. to? I don't know what it is, but I think she wants more to do. She wants. She's like, hey, you guys are the name partners. I get that. I understand it, but I've been here by your side, so don't forget that just because it's three names on that door, it's Donna really is still yes. here, yep. and she is still an integral part of this Oh my gosh, team. absolutely. Even the, and now that you brought that, that portion of it up, the tip she had with Harvey also reflects on that exact same thing. You know, she's, do your job, I've been doing mine, I'm the best, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, so she's trying to remind you that like, she is always on point. Mm-hmm. I don't care what you're talking about. So I love that. And we did bring it up a couple seasons ago, but what is her next job? Is Donna going to be the next lawyer? I don't I mean, really know. Could she be a paralegal? paralegal? Like Rachel? I think, I mean, she has the knowledge and she could definitely she could, do that. Yes, because she um, didn't, you don't have to go to law school. Yeah. Yeah, she could. Is paralegal what we want for her? I don't know. It's like, I don't know, but is it what she wants for her? I know. Does Honestly, she I want can't... to stay on Harvey's desk for her whole career or does she see herself, you know, we saw her, what was that last week mm-hmm. in the executive kitchen? With Jessica. It was her, mm. Jessica, and oh, Gretchen. And, Gretchen. Mm-hmm. and, you know, it's like, hey, look at us all just hanging out in right. the executive kitchen right mm. now. And it's like, hey, yes, because remember, don't don't forget about Donna. You, you know, and don't can't. just think of her as the secretary. The secretary. And, jo- and don't, and I think her point to Lewis was, do not dismiss me mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. we said we were doing this together and he went about and did it himself. And to her, it could feel like, Okay, Lewis was just like, oh, you know, it wasn't it's a big Donna, deal. it's not right. a big deal, or, oh, well, I'm above her, so I can make this decision mm-hmm. on my own, and she's telling him, oh, hell to the naw. Right. See, but I couldn't tell, because then, you know, when we flip it back to her, to him coming back to Gravel, she was already, you know, she was right back in that Donna, like, I've already taken care of it, blah, 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 you know, that kind of thing, so I was like, is she less mad now? I couldn't tell you know, was she still upset? Because she was, the first scene with that, she was like, well, don't scared. come back. Yeah, she was like, don't come crying to me when you mess it up. And I was like, oh, she's like mad. But I think also, we know Donna expects the mess up. So she's already ready to handle it and take care of it. And same thing she did with Harvey when, you know, the meeting she'd already set up and stuff like that. So, you know, to forget about Donna, you'd be stupid, bro. You'd be real All stupid. of you, you wouldn't, she's literally been, and oh my God, can I just say her outfits this episode? <laughs> That white point. dress. Who styled it? Oh, my God. So gorgeous. Okay. That had nothing to do with law school or anything lawyer-related. But anyway, um, really, I just don't think that it's possible to forget Donna, and I re- appreciate her reminding them that because, like, y'all, you know, tweet us. tweet us, comment, tell us what you want Donna's next position to be because I actually am really interested in that point. Like, yeah. we have talked about her moving up or what does that look like. We'd love to know what everybody else thinks, like, is she a new lawyer? Is she a paralegal? What do you think? Let us know. Um, okay, so let's talk Rachel. Miss Rach Rach, she uh, decided to step it up today. Very much 
appreciate it. Would love to know what Steve thinks and Nicole, but I know Steve and I kind of go in on Rachel sometimes. <laughs> How did you feel about Rachel this this episode? Um, I liked Rachel this episode. Mm-hmm. I thought that the little tiff she got in with that Naomi character. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote down Naomi is rude. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't write down the other word I wanted to use for Naomi because I felt like I was Betty. judging. Yeah, right. I don't um, know you fully. I don't know you fully. So, um, so yeah, I put that she's rude. <laughs> I think that, but it's also something that we knew could happen. Mm. Rachel's dad even talked to her, I think it was at the end of last yeah. season, about when she finishes law school and goes in front of the ethics committee. So now we're in an ethics class room. <sighs> And you're already being called out on it because it's common knowledge that everyone knows your fiance is in jail for her. Yeah, and you knew. That's the part that got me when she was like, I mean, they don't know for sure. That is speculation. She has never admitted that she knew. (sighs) You're right. But it's clear to everyone that how did you not know your boyfriend? Is it possible? Okay, let's just take our knowledge out of it. Is it possible she wouldn't have known? Yes. Right? Like, that's possible. There are people, you can know someone, you can be living with someone for years. Yeah. You could be married to that person and then find out that they were on a killing spree. Right. It happens all the time. And right. sometimes people are just really good at hiding their other lives right. from you, which, you know, has to do with some of my trust issues. But we're not talking about that right now. <laughs> <laughs> the real people. <laughs> the real. After show, um, after dark. <laughs> but it is something that there is a way that she could have not known that right. Mike, because she met him as a lawyer. Yeah. She did not know for years right. before he finally told her. Right. So there, there was a point in time when she did not know and he was keeping this secret from her. And then he, I mean, we know he shared it, but the they rest of the know. world don't Very know. Very true. Because the way, I mean, he covered his track so well, besides the fact that it blew up before that, or even like, if you didn't know the full story, how would you know? And she wasn't at Harvard at the time, exactly. so she wouldn't have she been. Really would know. She wouldn't have been thinking. I don't remember you from any classes. This seems suspicious. Right. She met him in a law office as lawyer Mike Ross. Why would she? Why would you even that question that? Right. If I met someone in the law office and they were a lawyer, I would just go to believe. I wouldn't. And then they had a diploma exactly. and school records. Every time it shows up. I'm thinking, okay, my, my man's legit. Right. Like, what, you cool. know, now we should be speculating because yeah, the show's now crazy. I'm checking everybody. Seriously, like, full background checks. <laughs> right. Like, I need, I need real details. But I do, did you feel good about her taking the Innocence Project at the end of the, you know, kind of tiff with, with I, Naomi? I did because I think it'll be an interesting counterbalance mm. to what the law office will be working on. Right, right, right. And it's kind of that thing of Mike is in jail right now and here she is trying to save innocent people mm. from their death and while her, meanwhile, her her fiancé is serving time. It's crazy because I'm kind of watching and and as soon as I heard Instance Project, because I'm, I'm so fond of that um, organization and I've honestly been trying to work with them for a while. So if anyone's watching the Innocent Project, <laughs> okay, um, so I really, like, as soon as I heard it, I was like, wow, and I thought it was interesting, because in my head, my, my I immediately went to, wow, one day she could save Mike, and then I was like, oh, he's not innocent. That was, it was such a weird thing, like, I wanted to say it while we were watching, but I immediately was like, wow, maybe, and then I was like, oh, crap, he did do it. So, uh, it's still, like, still hard to, like, get to, but anyway, so happy for Rachel in that situation. And, ooh, this is a little speculation, mm. and maybe a little prediction but she'll be working closely with Professor Dunbar. No. 
what I'm are you about saying, to say? I'm just saying that she will no. be out of the offices and around a new person, spending lots of time with the person, so it could make interesting yeah. storylines. Is mm. all I'm saying. No, is all I'm saying. <laughs> interesting story lines. I can't deal with it. I already went crazy <laughs> season whatever when she messed with her little friend on the side for like a quick second. No. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, you know, the professor could try to make a move on her think, and it oh could get awkward God. and she could be scared with her grades. There's there's a oh. lot of places where this storyline could go now that we're taking her out of the classroom and into a, a project, personal project, a personal project, working, spending one-on-one time with another person besides Mike, <sighs> which is how they fell in love. That was a deep breath, by the way. So. <laughs> if you're listening, I'm stressed. Um... I just, because what we talked about, like, when last season ended, is it even possible for Mike and Rachel to make it through this? I was trying Oh, my God. That was amazing. (laughs) Who gave me that? Thank you. That was so what I was thinking in my head, but trying to calm down because I have a headache. Um, That's, yeah. Because is it, you know, with, this is so much. Like, when you separate a couple like this, especially under circumstances that you're not prepared for, I don't know how many people make it. It's it's such a realistic thing to see people go through this, you know, and two years is nothing in comparison to somebody saying I, I'm separated for 15 years or whatever. So it's just... And you have that's... the added on thing that, you know, right now they still haven't seen each other because right. Mike, but Harvey has been there 50 times, twice in one so day So freaking ridiculous. Uh, so I think that their relationship will be strained. And so that's why it'll be interesting with her just working wow. on another project around other people. Oh my gosh, I don't know what to say. Because I'm really thinking that, you know, we don't know what I'm not the professor saying, Yeah, and I'm not saying that Mike and Rachel won't eventually end up together, happily ever right. after. I'm saying they will end up breaking up at some point during his imprisonment and or right after his release if they get out because they will be different people. They definitely and will. And they, they definitely will. will. Ha- you cannot have their relationship sustained throughout this process. It, I think... It has to be broken, but they really can, but they come can back. come back yeah. together. Wow. Mm, y'all, ugh, you know how I feel about them. I want them to be together forever and ever and ever. Um, okay. So we, we touched on Donna. We touched on Lewis. I like, wh- what do we do with Jessica? Because loving at the end of last episode, she hooked up Mr. Jack Soloff. Appreciate you, girl. Um, not a huge fan of Jack, but I understand why she did it. So now we have, you know, we come back to Jessica again, bomb outfits. You looked great, Tina Torres. Um, we, we talk about her being the leader and kind of like running the show and and doing what she has to do. And what I saw more in this episode was her coming to Harvey and saying like, you should have made that deal or you have no choice or explaining to me, blah, blah, blah. And it's so interesting because I know that all their names are on the door, but Harvey's like the leader in, in this so far to me right now. I don't know. Jessica takes care of business at home. Right. And right. Harvey goes out and gets the business. Mm, it's okay. kind of like back in the olden days when the, there was the lady of the house and she was running the household. Right. But outside of the home, the man was the one who seemed in charge. Right. But behind closed doors, mom was taking care of business. Like usual. Um, Because I was thinking about that too. I was just thinking... Jessica, if you made the meeting and there's only three lawyers working at your firm and you need this account, why aren't you just doing taking it yourself? The meeting yeah. Or taking it with Harvey. Exactly. But that is the roles that they play in this business. And I think that people, when they hear this firm's name, they want Harvey. Mm, they know so Harvey true. is the fighter. Jessica 
not saying she's not doing pulling her own yeah. or anything, but from what we see, Jessica isn't in the daily fight right. and grind like Harvey and even Lewis is most of the time. Right. But did you see the moment she had with uh, Rachel where she did say, you know, I deal with this every day. And she really yeah, does, she does in a different way. Like she, when she said that, I was like, that is the realest. Every day she has to pick her battles every single day. And it's just like, it's exhausting. It's like, exhausting. It's exhausting being Jessica. So, oh my gosh, I don't know. I guess, you know, I think, I think you kind of put it in a better box than I was thinking because genuinely... Harvey is at the forefront in the sense she's just killing it at the back. And that's cool. That works for me um, because we still know who's boss. Honestly, I think even Harvey knows like when it's time we got to talk to Mama Jessica. I mean, we're not. Yeah, because yeah. as the managing partner, yeah. at least when there was other partners around and stuff. <laughs> really not um, managing much. You know, she had to take care of the stuff in the office True. as well. She had True. to manage all of the office needs and the people coming to her with the petty complaints and everything right, people right. like lewis complaining about harvey and all that junk so when does she have time to go land clients to go into a courtroom and actually fight a case mm-hmm. that's where she can delegate that responsibility to someone like harvey because she can trust him to take care of business touching back on harvey for a quick second the painting scene was very sad what does the painting mean how do you feel about it are we sure it's about his mom, dad, sister, brother? Oh, what do we definitely think? about okay. his mom. Right, right, right. Like, that is, I mean, we saw the picture mm-hmm. of, you know, her painting it and him sitting there. I do hope that they dive a little bit more into it because I love it when we get into Harvey's family. Yeah, me too. Just to understand him a little bit more. We haven't even seen his brother in a long time. Like, we don't, I love Harvey's family because it really just gives us more Harvey. Mm-hmm. And... You know, and I love, like, I mean, Mike, unfortunately, lost his parents, but I just, I like the family dynamics. I, I need Jessica. Like, give me some more. <laughs> I, we met her sister once. Like, yeah. we don't even know if that's really going to be her sister next time. I mean, because we don't remember her face, <laughs> but, or at least I don't. But, you know, I, it just was so sad when that painting went away. And, like, I appreciate that he still was, recuper- he recuperated from that moment throughout the episode, because I didn't know if we were going to see him in the funk the rest of the episode, because it happened pretty early on. That actually happened last week. Oh, lies. Oh, lies, lies, lies. You're right. Sorry. I had to watch both episodes this week. Um, anyway, so, or this, yeah, yeah. So that happened last week. So then this week, do you, when's the painting coming back? How do you feel about the painting? Is it never coming back? Is it over? It's not over, but it's going to be a while before we see that painting. Mm-hmm. That was sad. It was really sad, but sad. I don't think we're getting the painting back. Anytime soon. Anytime soon. Last but not least. Our system's Oh, hello. That's interesting. Maybe that's about the painting. I don't know. All good. Thank you very much. Last but not least, let's give a quick Sean Cahill review and just kind of say his last information. We can take this and jump into predictions. He gives us good news. He's talking to Harvey throughout this so far this season. Help us, blah, 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 whatever the case is. I'm, again, I'm really glad that Sean Cahill and Harvey have a very civil relationship um, from past seasons. So it's good. How do you feel about the last information he dropped? I think that... Turn over the leaf so Mike can get out. Turning over a leaf, it's going to be interesting because what he's done is exactly what Harvey has asked him to do. It's now just going to be on Mike whether or not he's willing to do what needs to get done to get him out of prison and back to Rachel. Which, ooh, ooh. prediction. Can we just jump into it? Let's just jump into it. Let's just jump into predictions. Yes, give it to and me. now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. Give me the tea, what's up? So, if Mike 
Rachel's clearly going to find out about this deal. Mm -hmm. This is his way to get back to Rachel immediately. Yes. And if he does not go through with it, Rachel is not going to be very happy. So this could be the start of what puts the strain on their relationship and breaks them apart. That's it. That is it. Because I, as you were saying earlier that they would break up, I could agree. I just, I mean, there's so many different ways they could break up, but this is very, like, streamlining of what's going on right now. We know Mike is the good guy. He plays the good guy role a lot of the times. He doesn't want to sell anybody out. And she's going to take it as, you're not in love with me or you're not... Why wouldn't sure you about do me? This to How get could back you not? Because she don't know his roommate. She don't care, you know. And that's so good. Yeah, that's what's you know. I kind of. I think this is gonna... when we're gonna get our first, her first visit with Mike. Yes, everyone's going to be visiting with Mike next week, trying to scream at him to get him to do what they view was the right thing right. because all they know is that his roommate cellmate is someone who did something bad and wrong, and that's why he's in prison. Right. They don't, don't know care. the guy like mm. Mike knows him. Just like if the tables were turned and it was Kevin who had the opportunity, all of his friends and family would be like, this guy's in prison for a reason because he did something wrong. So why won't you just yeah. do it? Yeah. You don't know the story. You don't know the camaraderie. They, they are literally protecting Saving each, each other, other right yes. now. So. Oh, my gosh. I love it. That's it, you guys. That's the prediction. I love it. I mean, the only other thing that I'm excited to see is that it's when when and how fast William's coming back because oh, yeah. we already know. I mean, if we have any type of you know view into seasons past, we know how it is when it when Harvey makes an enemy. So I'm I'm excited to kind of see that because it's interesting when Harvey has has enemies, and I have always been interested to see if Daniel Hardman was going to sneak back into this anytime soon. Ooh. I really want I want him back, and I want to see like is he coming to finally like you know Maybe give us that that's who William goes to to represent him for the indictment case, and then he oh, ends up I'm getting pissed. out of the indictment and nothing happens to him, and so then he can now come after Harvey. Piss, and it's Hardman that. who's behind it all. If Hardman... Isn't that powerful, though? Like, Hardman's so weak to me. He is, but he if he won the in the indictment case, William's company, we learned, is worth $2 billion, and he told Harvey, you win this for me, and you have my company's yeah, business until I die. So if he goes to Hardman with the same offer, offer he's not going to say no, because Hardman's not afraid to play with around with dirty people oh my gosh i'm so excited okay so definitely need to see all of these things next week so excited thank you guys so much for watching that y'all know <laughs> the emotions i'm just not over the rachel mike thing okay <laughs> tiana where can they all keep in touch with you until next week you Fabulous can keep self. in touch with me at the Tiana Hobson on Twitter and Instagram. Yes, love it, love it. Thank you guys again for watching. You will see us all for next week. Love you guys. Um, Nicole and Steve, miss you so much. You guys can check them out on Twitter and Instagram at One Take Stays. Keep in touch, and we will see you next week. Bye. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.